Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Premier View Tipperary GA podcast, where Shaw and myself is joined here at Markley. We're just going to have a quick discussion there about last night's result there in Limerick, or lack of a result, you kind of say that at the end, in the end of it, like finished 20 points apiece there, Marty. Was a game where we gave kind of performance wise, we may not have scored, but we want to score from play. Ford did score. Jason Ford got us 14 points, like, you know, 11 more from face balls. Like where do you see it going from there, Mark? Is it a good result, bad result, or good performance? Um, I think not losing to Limerick was was a big thing going into it. I think we needed we needed to stop the, the run of losses against them. So a draw was a good result in, in that sense, and I'd probably have taken it before it as well. Maybe with five minutes to go, probably was a bit disappointed that we maybe didn't see it out, uh, see out the win when we were four to five points up, but um I thought the performance is very good. Um, overall, like as you said, we we might not have scored maybe as much as as we would have liked, or were even capable of scoring. But um, the work rate was was excellent, especially for the first game out in the league. You know, it's if that's a sign of the way things are going, you know, we should give a good account of ourselves this year anyway. For sure, yeah, especially like the half forward line there, like they were breaking ball up, like. A lot of lads go, are we doing all these dirty kind of hurdles? They're not dirty, but kind of, you know, they're kind of grafters. Um, yeah. Score, but like Danny McCormick and them and Bonner and Ian like they are, and Willie Connor as well, just get in the way. And it just, but if you had lads around that can pluck off, and like Jake Morris now didn't get into the rhythm at all yesterday, like he usually might pluck off scores off them, but he didn't. Yeah, I thought, I thought Jake kind of faded, especially in the second half. I thought he was lively enough in the first, but I, I, I think when Bonner and, and Bill went off, I think that kind of, we kind of fizzled out after that. Uh, we didn't have the workers. Um, and then, of course, Willie Connors, as you mentioned, he went off too as well. Yeah. And I think it was just too many hard workers went off all at once. Um, the opposite in a short space of time. Compared to that, the absolute, on, you know, like, yeah, whereas I mean, Limerick had the luxury of bringing on two hurlers of the year. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, but I think that's telling that not only did they bring them on, that they felt that it was important enough to get the you know, to bring them on to get the result because 
really could have said like um was it really worth winning for Limerick yesterday? You know, they, they don't have to prove at this stage, but I suppose they're keeping this unbeaten run going, aren't they? Since July, is the Kilkenny last thing to beat in July 19, or was the other in semi? Is that when their last best? So, you know, they're trying to, yeah, the other in semi final. So, you know, it's a, I, I do, I do wonder about, I do wonder about those unbeaten runs because kind of the longer they go on, the more of a millstone they are around your neck, you know. They're so, it's kind them, of, yeah. yeah, if you can get that, if you can just, they had lost yesterday. Um, or if they lose one of their upcoming league matches, it gets rid of that kind of nonsense that gets talked about the importance of the unbeaten run and all that. And you know, just um, and they're didn't, on, didn't, sorry, I just gonna say this there that just on a previous show over there with Shane and Mike was kind of on about work rate for tape. We kind of wanted to see a bit of work rate for lads, and that's what we kind of saw. I know, like, exactly they haven't been gelled together as a team the past number of weeks, they're only back training a bit, so that was probably the hard side, maybe, and the actual come together for scores was probably lacking because of that but fitness wise they looked like a lot of them looked physically you know strong upper body strength and stuff you know yeah and and like as you said we like we uh we had maybe was it 14 wides was it yeah it was up around there it was... yeah up around there so like we were creating the chances mm. and you'd hope then as the year goes on that we'll start converting but the work rate was the work rate was excellent yesterday um and the backs the 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 backs were very solid. I mean, Limerick didn't create a goal chance yesterday. So, uh, now I know Limerick are happy to pick off the long-range scores and, you know, score 30 points in a game, but they have got goals against us in the last couple of years. So, just not to, to allow that situation to develop was definitely an improvement. Um, Carl Barrett had an excellent game, I thought. He was... He was um, very influential. And, yeah, and same. as finest game, same in the way. Just any time... He got possession. He was bottled up. He won a free reader clearly. No, he didn't panic at all. Yeah, there was there was no nonsense out of him. There was no like situations where silly yellow cards kind of could accrue. Um, but um, but yeah, wrong club man there, Brian McGrath. He settled into the more the game went on. To be fair to him, you know, he's, he's given he did yeah, and half starting off to be honest. No, any kind of yeah, and and uh, in fairness, James Flanagan did get four points in play. Um. Hmm. But I, I thought Brian went all right for his first start. So he got turned badly at one stage all right in the first half. Um, but other than that, yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, I mean, against... He's not going to get much tougher opponents than Limerick, like, so... Flanagan is a horse, man. Jeez, like, or... Yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, so he's he, he's a handful. Mm. So, um, it's like, not... Not letting in any goals is a definitely a a big plus. Yeah, not giving the chance even there wasn't many any things that was breaking from the half hour. Let me feel they're kind of broken up. Didn't let Limerick into kind of rhythm there for the game. But one thing maybe as well our midfield again another area again where like if Breen doesn't fire on all cylinders like or it's an area kind of ongoing area to be honest. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what to make of Michael Breen because he could play next weekend now he could give man of the match performance. Yeah, the gift. Um, it's just, it's it's, um, it's just a bit frustrating to be honest like because if he plays to the the full of his ability he's as good as anyone in the country in the middle of the field I think, you know. But, because when he's on when he's on song he's really on song but he was pretty anonymous now yes, I think he hit hit a couple of Couple of wides and um, he got the one point, but yeah, especially with our yeah. half hour line doing a lot of work. If you had a midfield backing up into the breaking ball or slotting in there, 
um, you're going to get more off from, from that area. Um, yeah, again, yeah, he, I thought Alan Flynn went all right now. Yeah, he ended up putting in, and there's and he's another one of his club mates, Gary Hogan, and goals now. I thought Puckhouse were on the ball, and like I like to see him there again and give him the opportunity. Yeah, I think I, I, there was there were some were a little bit maybe, maybe not sticking as well as you'd like, but. When you think about slow it, only back a couple of weeks. Word. One or two were kind of slow at word it. Yeah, yeah, they hung a bit in the air, which is, uh, you know, kind of a backman's dream. But um, they, they won't have been working on puck outs yet at this stage of the year, I'd imagine. You know, and they don't want to feel puck balls into the sheep. Like, that's about as good as it was, like, you know. Yeah, it's if, it's if last night was the first time with Hurley's in their hands training, it wouldn't surprise me. But yeah. Um, and um, but, yeah. CD wasn't quick to, to empty the bench either, not like it was, well, it was 55, it was 50 minutes to go before I started bringing on two lads. But like, you know, he was kind of seeing what he gave lads the option to kind of see what they were at in such a way, which I liked as well. It wasn't the case of a lad in Hurling there with Moss there. Um, yeah, and I think like. Paddy is somebody we wouldn't have seen at all, only for Brian O'Mara had to go off injured. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think we'd have seen him at all. Like, so I think he was, um, I think he was quite happy to take, and like that was the only change he made in the backs as well. You know, um, so he was pretty happy, I'd say, with how things were going back there. Um, and it's disappointing for Mara as well with the arm. You know, reports are some sort of damage in the arm. It could be out for up to eight, ten weeks. So it is. Is a sad one, like only getting back in and he's gone as quick. Yeah, because he, he was he was very impressive yesterday for his that was that his, that his first start. Did he make a couple of starts last year? He did a year, year before he did, did he? Remember, he's in the year before and he kind of started going well. And then I thought last year would have been one of our main, but then the way the season fell short, the kind of the leagues went in, went in through and then were in knockout championship and you weren't going to yeah there was there was no league. consistency between league and championship in the end so no, and um, of, that's, a, that's going to step him back a good bit because he was one I already mentioned him here before a good bit of last year who we know I kind of was one I like to be honest yeah I think he's, he's, he's a lot he's a lad a lot of lads I think are kind of excited about the prospect of um, would you like to see Didn't, kind of a different team now the next time Art, would, like, would you like a mix up another bit again or like um, like, would he give Brian McGrath a go again and and help Barry Heffern and Cottle Barrington? You know, would he kind of keep uh, them there? And, he'll probably have to make a change at uh, at seven with Brian O'Mara being out. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I wouldn't mind trying. I'd say maybe put Paddy Cadell in the half back line and see how he gets on. Yeah, he's going um, to there right in the preview. We like, like to see, or even half back in midfield, he could slot in there. There's no problem there with Cadell. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't mind seeing maybe Noel coming into the middle of the field, guess. Get um just minutes really uh get the legs going, um after that I would probably be keeping Ford and Morris anyway, um Willie Connors I think we know what Willie Connors is about so I wouldn't mind seeing maybe Mark Yo or maybe John McGrath come in and get get yeah, minutes yeah, as you well. Yeah, you get a Willie like it's it's fairly yeah and I I, I think Willie is the fella like if we were bringing on Willie Connors yesterday when either. Bonner or Bill was going off I think that would have put us in a better situation you know it's that was a move that's a move we have in our pocket we have to Willie is on the bench no that's a move. yeah exactly Dan Bonner Bill Willie they're they're four hard working lads and kind of we went from having four of them to having one of them on the field and the lads that were brought in you know they're like Noel I'd, I'd rather see Noel in the middle of the field and in front of your half back line and setting up attacks rather than, you know, maybe in the, in in our half hour line. 
Yeah, because we'll get time around that part of the field. You saw yesterday, no, it was only first league game, and it was a bit of field, a challenge game off of there for times and during the middle period snap. But like, no, we'll get championship game. Lads, we'll give you time as well if you get into positions, and his brain is top class, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it's, it's having him in that position where he can kind of direct things. Um, what another one um, I'd like to see more to maybe Dylan Cork kind of came on just gave away a few frees all really never really but, but he looked big and strong and he looked physically fit like you know him, himself and Kyo I don't think they had enough time on yeah. the pitch really to Five to minutes. say much either way they're two lads I wouldn't mind seeing Dylan Cork, seeing oh, Dylan Cork must have got 10 or 15 did he any but Mark Kyo apparently got last five wasn't it yeah uh, Cork came yeah yeah he came on for um, I think himself yeah, and Noel came on when when Dylan Bonner went off, yeah. yeah so, um, it's, it's kind of, I say she will mix up next because didn't like like the subs coming on. They're going into a game. We're at the time then we're a few points up and a kind of a case. Or they're coming on just kind of hold up a bit, or they're coming on to win it. No, so just to kind of see what, what like Warren's actually yeah, like coming on to win it for us. If, if anything, so. I I think Bonner should start because Bonner benefits from getting as much hurling into him as possible during the year. So the more time he gets now, the better he'll be come championship. But I don't know if he has a full 70 minutes in him anymore. So I think the selection should reflect that in that we need somebody, a similar type of player coming on. So maybe Connor shouldn't start with the view to bringing him in to replace Spanner at some point. Mm. And maybe that would free up then that corner forward position for somebody else. Um, Bill, did, was Bill injured going off or was he okay? I have heard that today to say he isn't, but that didn't look 100% but like we were just literally yeah. tiredness and like, 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 like you know, we just he did what hammered hangs at to be honest for oh, 55 yeah, minutes. Yeah, no, he did, and I wouldn't mind giving him a rest because we know what Nile O'Mara is capable of. Yeah. So, um, I wouldn't mind like maybe maybe Dylan Quirk starting instead of him or Mark Yo. Um, but I think we need to keep as many of those workers on the pitch as we can. So like Dan and Bonner are the two, I definitely would be starting the two of them um, just to, to ensure there's work right going on. And in fairness, Jason Ford now, should be mentioned too, I thought he did a lot of work yesterday as well. Um, as free take you know, is exceptional. His free taking is, is exceptional. I believe the best since, I, since Son Kelly, like he's one of the best free takers we have. He's yeah, he's, uh, he, I mean, and the ones he missed yesterday were, like long range ones, yeah. You would, I think if you get if you get the kind of ones if they're fit to if you get them, you'll take them. If not, he's going to give you a fair chance of scoring. Like, yeah, the 65 was a strange one. Um, we got a 65 on the water break. Do you remember that? Yeah, and he blew it yes. in the first half. It's, uh, I don't know, he should have, um, I think he should have let Jason take the 65 and then call for the water break. Weird, I don't think he needed yeah, to. There's a lot one, and in relation, just kind of fall on from that. The rules, like the advantage rule, kind of confused. It was confusing at the time, to be honest. The way they were is a free now, supposing an advantage rather than developing the tactic. What way do you think? Yeah, because I think David Reedy had the ball over the bar at one stage yesterday mm. and was called back for a free, which he then missed. So it's, I don't know, it seems a bit. Um, like over engineered or something, but yeah, um, adding in another aspect to it kind of, yeah, they're overcomplicating it. Like, I thought the venture was fine, it was referenced and up if something developed, it developed not freely. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's really the the stuff in and around the goal mount is where the bigger issues were, I suppose. Yeah, you know, that's where we needed fixing rather maybe than just 
and there was no, no deliver or foul. There were a few Willie Connors in near the end that he got kind of caught there going in, pushing the back. But was he going to get thrown goals? Not really. You know, there was another line defence ahead of him. Yeah, it's. You know, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. That, you know, so that was kind of. I thought we'd seen more goals yesterday, even for that, even breakaways. But it was hard for both teams to break. You got through the half backs, and the full backs were there in front, and they weren't getting through that. Like, they already tackled a lot of them were fair, and you know, they were stood up well. So Cork now next to Marty and from the stadium, Cork there had a good win against a Walver team, but that what do you make of that game? The final scoreline would if Lad left ten minutes to go, then Thomas saw the scoreline, he would be wilder to tell you to be honest. Yeah, just Walford fell apart there for the last ten minutes or whatever, conceded those those three goals and and um as you mentioned off as well. So it was just it was a bit uh Callum Lyons got sent off there as well. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was very loose and very open, which suits Cork down to the ground. So what for still score about one twenty seven? Like one twenty seven, which is a big score. You won't lose too many games scoring one twenty seven. Considering yesterday, both teams we got twenty points each, and all that larger players balls and stuff. But like, like today's game had a bit more ash or water there, and we'll see how we can score each team. And that was the way it was. No, um, they're very loose times. So you would yeah, but would would you wouldn't would be, either those would those teams get those chances uh, if they were playing either of the teams yesterday? You know, like um, there was a lot like yesterday was a lot. There was a lot more hard work going going on. There was a lot more um, was a lot more in your face. Whereas today was a bit more leisurely and yeah, there's four or five lads round yesterday. They're getting bottled up most most times. There's four or five lads round yet. They're getting the freeze like I got a like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, there was you weren't getting the chance to. Develop a play or get loose. No, you were kind of in your face. Yeah, and and like um, now, Cork for the first two goals, they did they did cut Waterford open, you know, very well. They made use the space and the pace, which is obviously their big, um, their big uh, asset. But um, it's kind of hard to know, kind of based just on one set of games, you know. Um, we've had. We've had enough for Cork for the last number of years, um, especially when it mattered. But um, it is kind of hard to know. Yeah, it'll be a good test for our our backs. As I said, our backs went well, very very well yesterday. So it'll be interesting to see how they go against the the pace of Cork forwards. Yeah, like, like Cork, like Cork, like they'll be running that. They'll run and see how our lads so Because kind of mentioned earlier, like maybe Brian McGrath got turned, or maybe and Barry Heffern, like what what they like when they do get turned. Will they be able to put in a fair tackle? Or is it yeah. the man is down and sin bin and painting and all like, Yeah, I think I, I think avoiding the sin bin is going to be crucial because the just the being down the man for ten minutes and just uh, as grand off it's seventy two on the clock. And well, and that's the situation. Goes. I be putting them down myself in the stand to kind of get into oh, the stadium, but abs- absolutely. But but maybe twenty twenty five minutes to go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or, or or fifteen minutes to go. You don't want to be down a man. You know, it's so crucial, especially in a tight game. So, um, so so yeah. But um, I know. Look, I take a lot of positives from yesterday, yeah. and I wouldn't be overly concerned about the lack of scores in play. I mean, um, I think there was only eighteen out of the entire forty points yesterday. But then, when you consider that, you're kind of saying lack of scores in play. Like Limerick still didn't win the game. Like they still didn't score yeah. forty points. Like whatever, if Limerick won by nine or ten, no, it is. We're over depth there, you know. We need to start scoring. Like 
Limerick kind of got a 20 points as well, so kind of hand say either or then or both teams, like, you know. Yeah, it would be if, if after two or three games the scores from play are becoming an issue, then it's an issue. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be panicking just on one game against, you know, the team a team that played nine players that started in last year's All Ireland final, like so. Yeah. And then you brought on the artillery then, you know, so it's yeah, something to yeah. but actually one. Everybody's talking about everybody's talking about uh, Keen Lynch and Garold Hegarty bringing on, but uh, Patrick Casey got two points in play when he came on. So it was, you know, that's another big, that's another big name too, like Patrick yeah. Casey. So, yeah. um, I don't know if if Limerick have maybe found much new. Uh, Connor Boylan and David Dempsey didn't really seem to do do a whole pile for them yesterday. Yeah, um, I say Limerick will end up going back to the Trident Tusk team come championship on it. They might have one or two, but I can't see them be. It could be the same or Salisbury, a few positions. If lads don't, well, if lads well, don't, don't show true. it, you can't. If lads aren't showing that, you can't start them over. Like, when I, still, I think we're going to be starting John McGrath and Norm McGrath. These lads are going to have to start. You know, to it, right? Yeah, yeah. And obviously, we had no Brendan or Bubbles in the 26 yesterday either. Yeah. So that's more lads to come back and. Bubbles has um, gone very fit as well there. He's gone tra- I mean, the classic uh, playing and training. But no, it's just it seems a good attitude there above the herd. So, I mean, putting his head down. So, it's good knowing because one lad, if like, he'll score. Like, he will score. Yeah. You know, and so then the more, the bigger the occasion, the better he gets to. Yeah. He gave him to another in the final and he just he just performs. Regardless of how he's been playing all year. Yeah. Um, just, um, but actually... A player I actually would like to single out from yesterday was Seamus Kennedy at centre back. Um, I him actually, I, yeah, kind of. He, yeah, he went through the game solid, but he didn't. Not a bit. He's the kind of one player kind of missed in the game in such a way, kind of say. Yeah, I thought like he was a bit shaky to start, and then he changed the boots, and then I thought he had a great game after that. So That's kind of reminded me a bit of the the All Ireland final in twenty nineteen where I they were ready to take him off, uh, but they made a they made a positional change. And uh, he just came alive after that. So, um, no, I thought he was pretty solid yesterday, um, which is is good because um, six sixes can be a problem uh, position as well. And it's nice to have have a lad that can slot in from five across the six. You know, we have like you have that. Yeah, he's one you can put yeah. back line, and you won't be too worried about him there. You know, that's the way I see it. it can be. Yeah, you really, but then like you kind of really do want kind of. I'd want you know one Rowan or centre, I think, and pointers like that. But then you know you're back to your full back dilemma. That's the talk forty hours about that. To be honest, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I'm not crazy about having Rowan at full back just because of how influential he can be in the half back line. Mm. Um, he he got two lovely points again yesterday. So the, when he's when he's able to get up the field, like and he's in the position to get up the field, he's he's a he's a big asset. If so, Marty, we'll leave that in and we look forward to another game now next weekend's Cork Saturday evening again, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it's on RT2 again, so. And so a bit more Marty Morris, you know, and daily, otherwise, pure. They all analyse everything with too much. Jeez, they went into detail here and stuff. Like, what the hell? Talking over hurling and rules, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and Henry Shefflin might actually be the most boring man alive. <laughs> and on that bombshell... We'll talk to you during the week. We'll have a preview from the Tipperary Cork League game out there at the end of the week, lads. Thanks a minute.
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.